0: Computer initialize hollow suite. Uh. Uh. Thank you for joining us on the Janeway, the Voyager podcast, where my incoherent (laughs) co-host, Liam Smart, and I, Suzanne Williamson, look at Voyager episodes to work out whether our favorite captain has approached things in the right way, the wrong way, or the Janeway.
1: Incoherent? Well, uh, do you know what? I can't complain. That's pretty much true with the amount of reading I'm going to have to do today. Before we get started... And you've been drinking. And I've been drinking. Yeah, today's episode is not <laughs> brought to you by any sponsor, but I would like to say that the White Sangria by the Cowdo Vineyard in <laughs> Outback, South Australia, is beautiful. And I'm drinking it right now, and I'm pretty much gone. I'm such a lightweight. <laughs> Boys, I'm a lightweight. Anyway, before we get started... <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what i'm talking about before we get started with the episode today why not give us a follow on twitter at the jane underscore way i think by this time this episode comes out lower deck season two will be available so once you've got rid of your science bonus from listening to us head over to lower decks podcast on holosuite media called blast shield with katie and kyle which are a lovely married couple and they're really fun to listen to so do that and uh, i've been told. A certain Ensign mm-hmm. Beckett Mariner herself listens to it. Obviously Tawny Newsom, which is called, she yes. is called Tawny Newsom. <laughs> Accidentally called her Tronsy Newman by accident because of Twitter. <laughs> but yes, uh, Ensign Beckett Mariner herself listens to that podcast, so I'm fairly sure you need to do that or she'll cut you up. It's the Jane way. Yeah. Do it. Exactly.
0: Also, stick around after our episode to listen to our very first listener submitted fanfic. And don't you dare think we wrote our own fanfic because we're really not that skilled.
1: Wow, well, I'm fairly sure Suzanne's wrote right. A uh, fair amount of dirty fanfic <laughs> in her time. But she wouldn't write this one. Well, Suzanne actually hasn't heard it yet either. So.
0: Now, I have not laid eyes on it, so I'm, I'm looking forward to this.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's very funny. So stick around to after the show. We haven't put it at the beginning of the show, just in case for some reason you're a prude. <laughs> you don't want to <laughs> listen to Why it. Why are you listening? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm fairly sure we've sent all the people who don't want anything PG or not PG. Yeah. Well and truly away by now. Oh, yes. Definitely. Yeah. So, Suzanne, how are you? What's new? You're in your house still. I'm fairly sure that's fucked.
0: <sighs> yeah. Yeah. We were supposed to... Have the closing on this house on August 9th, but it has now been pushed back to August 23rd. So I'm going insane because everything is in boxes and I can't find a damn thing. And Logan's going to be starting preschool and I don't know where I packed his backpack.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Logan's starting preschool. Oh, Oh,
0: he's he's already gone for like two years. Yeah, but. This will be his third year. But. And his last year. <sighs> How old is Logan now? That. He will be four in August.
1: Oh, he's so, he's so adorable. Yes. Especially when yes, he wears yes. those Janeway merch that I haven't gone around to
0: doing yet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's coming, okay? It's coming.
0: <laughs> Speaking of Janeway merch, if you're going to be at Dragon Con and you happen to find me, I will have a limited amount of Janeway pins on me. All you have to do is say, it's Suzanne from the Janeway and I will give you a pin.
1: Can I ask a question?
0: Yes. How are they going to know it's fucking you? They only listen to our voices. I'll be wearing a Janeway t-shirt most of the time.
1: Oh, okay. Well, that's going to say, because how the hell... D-
0: I'll be around.
1: Well, also, you got, you got Janeway pins? Where did you get Janeway pins from?
0: I ordered them from Sticker Mule. Oh. Shout out to Sticker Mule. Anyway, twisted, Suzanne. Yes, I am. (laughs) Oh, you mean the episode. Okay.
1: (laughs) Hey, I don't think anyone needs to uh, tell them that we're twisted. Let's face it. (laughs) I mean, yes, the episode. It's the bottliest of all bottle episodes of Star Trek Voyager.
0: That it is. And I think they threw the bottle away Mm. when they were done. Mm -hmm. It was meant to be in
1: season one and they moved it to season two. And they've put it so late into season two because they even they thought it was shit. I like
0: it. It's kind of fun.
1: I... Well... I know you don't like it.
0: Most people don't like it.
1: I don't dislike it. It's not non sequitur. But... And it's not ex post facto. And it's not that. What's that other one that we really disliked from season one?
0: Um, were there a lot of them? Um, <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's it's one of those episodes that are clearly a bottle episode, and they had it, they were running so short on time that they were just doing walkies around the fucking ship to fill time,
0: as one does. Yeah, well, okay. It's uh,
1: it's, Let's it's take a stroll. It's an interesting episode. I know I said last episode that I wouldn't go through. Um, IMDb because they don't know how to rate shit. Well, they rated this 7.1 stars, so fuck knows what they're doing. Uh,
0: yeah, well, uh, see, I would agree with that. I would give it seven.
1: But I did find a rather interesting review. And it says, hmm. Nothing happens. They're all just really high. <laughs> they're all just really stoned. I was going to sickbay, man, but now I'm on the bridge. Consider. Cons- Consider this. Absolutely nothing they do solves the problem. And most of them start and all of them end up in the bar on the holodeck. And Janeway has just had way too much and lies there babbling.
0: They're high. (laughs) They are. It does make sense. Except they didn't get the munchies.
1: Oh, I'm sure they had munchies.
0: Because they would have devoured that damn cake.
1: God, I wanted that damn
0: cake. That just looked amazing. I don't know. It looked like fondant and I don't like fondant. You
1: don't like fondant?
0: No, give me real damn buttercream icing, or don't give me. Anything. I like
1: all of it, Suzanne. All
0: of it. Fondant is just chalky and gummy and yuck. It's only good for shaping things and making pr- things pretty. It does not taste
1: anything with good. sugar no. needs to be shoved in my mouth.
0: Well, that's what I say usually.
1: Well, yeah. but
0: fondant isn't sweet.
1: You're wrong, love. It's all right. Get wrong.
0: Fondant is Okay, well, sweet. American f- American fondant is not sweet.
1: Yeah, well, you were talking to me about alcohol earlier and you said a fluid ounce and I'm like, I'm sorry, I've got no idea what a fluid ounce <laughs> is. Sorry.
0: That's because we're fucked with our measuring oh. in anything. We're fucked with everything in general. Pretty
1: much. So, shall we get on with this
0: episode? Why not? Bring on the Jimbillian fudge cake. We open
1: this episode with Cass walking around the ship. Which is a sign of things to come, I guess. And then into the <laughs> sex cabin. The sex cabin is dark, no one's there. And And smelly. Oh and sticky. It
0: smells like sex and candy. Ew. I like candy. <laughs> no. I smell sex and
1: candy
0: baby.
1: I have no idea what that song uh, is.
0: You know oh wow. From the 90s, I'll stop now.
1: Oh, but I do like 90s music, but I'm going to have to look (laughs) that up later. I'll look it up later.
0: Surprise! It's her birthday!
1: She's two.
0: But she doesn't know what a surprise party is. No. Which I find weird.
1: Don't they have birthday parties on a camper?
0: And don't they, like, hide behind things and surprise people and yell boo or whatever? I would think most aliens would do that. You'd assume so. I just... Because it's playful, and we can't just think that aliens don't play. I mean, they
1: definitely play, but, like, maybe... Like children. Maybe it's a, Maybe know? the accomplice yeah. are just like, we only have nine birthdays. Hang on, no, they should. They only have nine birthdays, so they should really be celebrating yeah. the fuck out of them.
0: They should celebrate half birthdays. They should celebrate
1: monthly birthdays. So they can at least have, like, 108 birthdays.
0: So you count them like toddlers. I'm 24 months.
1: <laughs> I am one year, three months, and two weeks old. <laughs> Buy me a present. If that were the case, the economy would be doing very well. Yes, it would. <laughs> so, yeah, it's uh, Cassie's birthday. She doesn't look a day over one. It says Neelix. <laughs>
0: Oh, so many corny jokes in this opening. Yes, it's like oh my god, yeah, dad jokes. The whole episode is so just full kind of
1: grosser jokes. Really,
0: in this particular scene of the
1: open, we have sexy Sun Dream being all over the Doctor. That's
0: can uh, you blame
1: a her? Yeah, she's not very. <laughs> he's not very. My kind of kid.
0: I know but he's playing hard to get so that that makes her want him oh more.
1: yeah yeah no, no I know what you mean there I guess yeah that makes sense meanwhile on the bridge Harry's trying to be the biggest teacher's pet for Tuvok. <laughs> can I do anything more useful for you sir sir please please I want I want to go I mean I'm the I'm, I'm the best ensign you'll ever have can I go to Kes's birthday party
0: he was acting like a teenager
1: hmm Played by a twin
0: Trying to win their parents' approval to go to a party.
1: And a a parent who is a Vulcan. Yeah. Doesn't work.
0: It just, it didn't play well. But it was kind
1: of cute, though, in in the same time.
0: Well, yeah, because Tuvok understood what he was doing, and he's like, just go away.
1: (laughs) Just go, get out of here. And the whole idea, though, is that Tuvok's just like... Uh, I'm fairly sure there's some routine hollow deck maintenance or something that you need to do, mm-hmm. which is which I thought was kind of funny because it's like oh Tuvok, you know what humans want? He's a softy. He's got something below that tough skin of his.
0: More tough skin, but it, way down in there, there's a, he's squishy.
1: Exactly, that he's a squishy Vulcan. But, and then uh, all of a sudden, oh, they find something green in space. CGI. Ooh. That is just like everything in Voyager. A green blob in space. A purple blob in space. A red blob in space. A pitcher plant in space.
0: It's a good thing the captain wasn't on the bridge because she would have flown right into it.
1: <laughs> is there a hole? enough for me? Chakotay, <laughs> aim for the hole.
0: Yes, Catherine.
1: I've been waiting for years for you to say this to me, captain. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. You mean the green thing in space? Oh, Oh, okay, okay, okay. alright oh. Yeah,
0: yeah, okay,
1: yes, yeah. I can do that <laughs> mm. Back down in the sex cabin We get that Jabelian fudge cake Which I really wanted to try As we clearly have already established There's seven layers of Jabelian fudge on it Seven layers
0: And Neelix made it
1: himself Oh, there's probably hairs in it
0: There probably are
1: oh. <laughs> Alright, well, that's just ruining that eh?
0: He doesn't wear a hairnet, he really should When he's in the mess hall, he He should really wear a hairnet.
1: He just shouldn't be in the mess hall. He should just be locked and confined to quarters. Thank you very much. Put him in his ship in the cargo bay. Just eject him into space. That works too. Especially when he
0: gets all jealous. Yeah, get rid of him. Oh,
1: God, yeah. Sandrine makes a sex joke. Don't remember what the joke was now. But I rolled my eyes.
0: I don't. I don't remember her making a sex joke, but I'm sure she did.
1: She said she said something. I can't actually remember what it is. Tom gives Kes a present, which you should never give uh, a a taken lady a locket,
0: especially a a really gaudy one, because that it was awful. It was it was very my my grandma's kind of locket, just giant and yeah, no. Wonder if he put
1: his face in it.
0: I don't think so because when the captain was telling her what it was that I don't think there were any pictures in
1: it. Oh yeah.
0: Why would you why would you give
1: Kess a locket? Like what was Tom thinking?
0: He probably wasn't. Although it cost two weeks replicator
1: ration. So I mean didn't eat for two weeks?
0: No, he had to eat Neelix's cooking for two weeks.
1: Oh yeah. That makes sense but oh i just think that's a bit weird obviously that is just there to kick off the whole storyline down the track in parturition which i think's next week
0: yeah it is mm. Or next
1: recording oh, when, whenever <laughs> we record it <laughs> 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 so neelix uh, looks like he's jealous oh yes yes he is jealous well, typical moving on mm. guess what we get a scene with Chikote. he's just there Poor Chakotay. That was it. He didn't do anything. Didn't say anything. That was just it. He was just there.
0: No, he said some things to Neelix. He,
1: he didn't say anything substantial that I wrote it down.
0: Well, he kept pulling on his ear this entire episode, and I was like, why does he keep tugging on his ear?
1: What, Chicote?
0: Yeah. Was he? Oh. Yeah. At least four times he was, like, tugging on his ear. Are you, are you Carol Burnett? Are you sending someone a message? I don't understand. What are you doing? Maybe
1: that was Chicote's fanfic number 487. I'm trying. He was and... pretending he
0: was Ferengi.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, I... <laughs> <laughs> Today I've tried self umux. Some, some... <laughs> <laughs> I was doing it in front of people, yet nobody noticed. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Which made it more exciting. <laughs>
1: this was like pleasuring myself in front of everyone. Except I don't quite have the guts for a tympanic tickle. Or tympanic tickle or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> oh, this is a low point in my life when I'm thinking of things like this. Uh, Suzanne's lost it. I'm just going to move on. So, please do. <laughs> and... At the end of the cold open, we get a phenomenon. Phenomenon.
0: (laughs) 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 Phenomenon.
1: (laughs) Phenomenon. I never even thought of that. Wow, that's...
0: I was doing that as they were saying it. I was like, oh, man. Yeah. That was the end of the cold open.
1: Yay! At the end of the credits, we get the Bilana not being able to solve the issue, but then it just kind of just solves itself. At the time, I thought it was really weird because there's like a weird painting of a woman on the floor, like an old lady. And I'm not sure whether that's just someone painted in the background to be like, oh, there's a person sitting here, or whether it's like a painting on the floor. But you go back and look at what? it, and it's really weird. On the floor? Yeah. Yeah, so if you go back and look at the scene Just after the opening credits There's like this lady on the floor
0: well, I know there's a painting of a lady on a wall Yeah, but it, it but looks like it's
1: floor. down on the floor Yeah
0: Maybe that's there so you can appreciate art When you're drunk and on mm-hmm. the floor <laughs> <laughs> Do not spit, <coughs> do not spit <laughs> No, I swallow.
1: But <laughs> The listeners have had a mouthful of alcohol Wow, well, okay uh, so, Kes' birthday party is over, and then and, and Elix is like, Oh, my Billion Fudge Cakes. <laughs> no, save me a slice. Du, du, du. <laughs> Clap. <laughs> Not
0: a sitcom. Yeah, it was so many dumb lines and jokes. I, I, no. Mm. I could have done without that.
1: Back on the bridge, Tuvok and, and uh, Kim are talking. Can't go around it. They're going to have to go through it because it's uh, surrounding them. Oh, dear, what a shame. Can't back up. (laughs) Good old... (laughs) Forgetting that space is three-dimensional, they said it's put a ring around us. Well, in my opinion, a ring is a Shouldn't it be a bubble? Yeah. So is it a sphere? Because if it's a sphere, then, yeah, you can't get out of it. But if it's a ring in space... Go up. Go in the Z direction. Or go down. Yeah. And under it. said space is not just x and y no but anyway according to them it is so tuvok tries to logic the situation but whatever sends kim out in search for the captain
0: i think he just wanted him off the bridge
1: i mean yeah why wouldn't you (laughs) because hopefully he gets lost it's
0: like i've had enough of harry just just go
1: Mm. then kim's walking about a bit confused and then he finds lieutenant jim junkie
0: i know jim rat is back what the hell
1: I was trying to work out, and I was working out really hard, and then I, yeah. In I his just uniform.
0: To oh, that uniform's probably so sweaty. Why is he working out in his uniform?
1: They could have, like, do you know what they should have done? No offense to the actor, because, you know, I'm not a horrible person. But my God, if they had, like, they should have put something in there that was, like, huge muscle-bound.
0: Like a, a muscle suit. Because a yeah. <laughs> long time ago, he was like, I'm in the gym. And now he's like all buffed out. I'm in the gym still. Yeah. We should see some improvement. 55 hours a day in the gym. We should see some improvement. And there's been no improvement. Yeah. He's doing it wrong.
1: He's probably just going to the gym to perv. Because, I mean, if I ever went to a gym, that's what <laughs> I would do.
0: And that's why he's just wearing his uniform.
1: <laughs> he's He's got one... <laughs> um, <laughs> One struggle after going to go into the gym. Perving. I'm really, I wonder if the listeners will realise what I was talking about, but I was sitting here just. Suzanne, I'm sorry. Moving on. This was a really, really crappy scene, though, between Lieutenant Jim Junkie and Harry Kim. Like, the acting was diabolical.
0: Neither one of them wanted to be there, I think. Harry just wanted to find the captain, and the gym rat just wanted
1: to be in the gym. To the gym. Find the gym. Yeah. No, he was after a security team or something, but he just couldn't find him. Yeah. So we jumped with Janeway, Tom, and Chakotay. They're in the turbo lift, and they can't get to the
0: bridge. Did you notice that the turbo lift was really loud? No. Was it? Like, normally it's it's quiet, and it was just like... <sighs> like why is it making that noise? I did not notice that.
1: Maybe to show oh. that they were moving, or maybe because they were all together. I don't know. Maybe it was too
0: heavy. Chakotay was sampling the cake when no one was looking.
1: <laughs> he was too busy quickly writing his newest fanfic. Kez and Neelix, <laughs> guess what they're doing?
0: They're walking in the corridor. They're
1: walking in the corridor! <laughs> I've written something saying corny, all my friends... Oh, yeah. Neelix goes, um, what was the favourite thing about your birthday, sweetheart? And she goes, oh, my best thing is because all my friends were there. It's like, oh, this sounds like an episode of a kids' TV show.
0: I know, but that is totally something that Kess would say.
1: I know, and really sadly, that's exactly what I would say, because I've always said things about Christmas and birthdays, is that I don't want presents, just be there. I'm happy to give out all the presents in the world, and I just want to be around people.
0: It's because you are Kes. I
1: think, do you know what? After a conversation mm-hmm. before we started recording, I am Kes. And I, probably that's you why are. I love her so much. But on the exterior, I'm a hard-ass bitch. <laughs> but on the inside, I am a pumpkin. Well, then you need to
0: get rid of the pixie haircut.
1: I didn't-
0: I'm going bald. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, yeah, Kes starts realizing that Neelix is jealous because he starts talking about the uh, the locket thing. Neelix lies, but I'm just over this storyline.
0: Yeah, it needs to go away quickly.
1: Mm. And thankfully, it does after parturition. And, yes. oh, guess what? Now they're lost. They can't find Kes's quarters.
0: I was just following you, Kes. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Then we get to Balana. Balana starts walking into the mess hall. And guess what she is? She's lost. Oh, fancy that. There she was trying to get into engineering. Wow. That's exciting. She,
0: yes, she got lost. Mm-hmm. Mess hall is nowhere near engineering.
1: Janeway, Tom and Chakotay are in engineering.
0: Oops, that's not where they're <laughs> meant
1: to be. Wow. And then we go back to Balana. Guess what she's doing?
0: I think she's walking
1: in a corridor. She's walking. Oh, there's a surprise. She ends up in turbo lift with Lieutenant Jim Junkie. He just wants to get to the cargo bay.
0: Because all his friends are there.
1: I don't know what to say. I just think it's just dumb. Anyway.
0: I think they had to replace the carpet in the corridor that they use for filming this. Because they must with done. everyone walking, it wore out. I mean, the amount of time... So the the whole concept of
1: this episode was written, and they were so dramatically short that they just constantly filmed scenes of them getting lost to fill in time, and that's pretty much what they've done. Mm -hmm. Down in Sandrine's, the doc's uh, lost, can't get himself back (laughs) to sick back. He's stuck. He's stuck. Stuck in the sex cabin with sex-crazed Sandrine.
0: Uh, He seemed to be enjoying it himself when Harry walks in.
1: He did. He was enjoying yeah. that, really. Mm-hmm. Kim walks in on the doctors. Instantly gets a boner. Whilst the doc is making out. <laughs> but yeah, the doctor can't shut down the sex cabin. Even though they try, they can't get an arch out of there. It's just stuck on. So normally, when I do these notes, I sort of write in green pen at the beginning of mm-hmm. um, things, so I know where the scene changes. I've now got an. I've got. Let's just count. One. Two, three, four, five. Five scenes in different sort of words that say Mm -hmm. they're walking.
0: (laughs) They're taking a stroll. Mm -hmm.
1: I've got walking walkies on the move. (laughs) (laughs) So back to another walking scene. Neelix and Kes wander about. Neelix is jealous of Kes knowing where other people's quarters are. Why? Seriously, She's the fucking nurse Yeah The doctor can't leave the ship If somebody can't get to sickbay She might have to go there to deliver medicine
0: Mm-hmm. And so she can't it, say why she's been to their quarters Because that would be Against the HIPAA The
1: terms. Hippocratic Oath or whatever it is
0: No it's like HIPAA I can't remember what it stands for But it's saying that a medical professional Can't disclose your medical history
1: Isn't that just Dr. Patient Confidentiality?
0: Kind of-ish. But throw in the insurance companies and it makes it even more of... Let's just call it the hippopotamus. The hippopotamus. Paradox.
1: The hippopotamus paradox. Yes, hippopotamus paradox. (laughs) So, this scene went on for too long. And then there's the biggest either gaslighting scene or... I don't know. But they start walking up to... I think it's Tom... Or something oh sweetie are you sure your memory is not what it your memory is not what you think it is yeah. like i thought that was like fuck man i just want to punch her in the face mm-hmm. even Kess's face was just like disgusted at it
0: mm-hmm. and when they meet up with everybody she's got this look on her face like please make him go away <laughs> please murder him blana finds kim
1: Lot of, I don't know why I've written this down Like fucking Yoda But I'm like Lost she is <laughs> <laughs> Apparently Felix <laughs> and Kes walk up Talking to her like she's a kid Tom, Chuck, and the Cap turn up Oh look they're all lost But they've managed to find each other
0: They're all back where they started
1: So they sit in the sex cabin and chat I Try and do a brainstorm. They've got a distortion ring's changing the ship, but the doctor thinks that it's there. maybe it's their own perception of what's happening, and everything's fine because the ring might have done it, but I can't do anything about it because I can't get back to sick bay. Mm-hmm. Oh no! And then Janeway wants to find more info and get to the bridge.
0: Oh, uh, yeah.
1: This is this is our first choice in probably a month of recording.
0: It's a right way and a wrong way. Because it's right that she should try and get to the bridge and figure out what's going on, but I don't think she should have sent other people off in other directions, especially letting, making, you know, Chakotay shoulder the Neelix. So
1: what are we thinking it is? Right way?
0: I don't know. <laughs> it's a right way, wrong way.
1: I mean, at the end of the... T- oh, oh, we're going for half points already. <laughs> okay. All right. So is. So we're going for a half point for right way and the wrong way, because she's wanting to do the right thing to get them out, which obviously makes sense, but wrong way because she's saddling Neelix onto Chakotay. Yeah.
0: And I think she should have had more people stay behind, just in case more people show up. Because, I mean, Mm. they all showed back up to Sandrine's. What's to say that more people wouldn't come and meander along?
1: Well, the docking Kess were staying
0: there. Yeah, but... Like keep Neelix and Harry.
1: Hmm. Okay. No, I get that. Maybe we should go for one third right way, two thirds wrong way.
0: <laughs> as long as you're doing the math. I
1: well, I supposedly have a math degree. <laughs> <laughs> All right, one third <laughs> and two thirds wrong way. No, I agree with you there. I agree with you because yeah, she's she should have left some more people behind. But I mean, who's to know? I like how Chakotay's face and Robert Beltran played that scene so perfectly well Mm -hmm. when he was just sitting there, head in hands, going, yes, yeah, fine. Uh, He pulled on his ear there, too. Oh, a bit of self-oomax to try and make himself (laughs) feel a bit better.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, the little smirk he gives Janeway is is nice.
1: It's like, I like to touch my ears. (laughs) Would you like to touch my ear? (laughs) Oh, yes. Cap. I have an ear fetish right now. Um, so yeah, that's it. Plan organised. And away they go. Which is out because on the next scene I've got on the move, because they're walking again. <laughs> Balana starts bossing people around in the engineering, telling everyone to stay because obviously Tom's managed to get them to engineering because he followed the footsteps of the last time. I mean, I'm not sure that's how it works, but anyway. Yeah opens the door to a half-naked man (laughs) now was the half-naked man wearing a towel which was really tight or were they really long underwear
0: i thought it was a towel a really short tight towel
1: like a 24th century towel
0: yeah like a hand towel
1: see i don't like the towels of the 24th century
0: (laughs) no they don't cover much well
1: that's not a problem they just look too (laughs) tight
0: Maybe he likes it tight. I like a tight towel.
1: I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say anything. I'm a good boy.
0: A good girl, I am.
1: Oh yes. Neelix asks if uh, Chak has had some experience with women,
0: and he chuckles. He chuckles. Some. <laughs>
1: that sex god fanfic in Jacote. Oh. oh yes. Some mate. Yeah, I've had them all in my writing.
0: Oh, poor Chicote. I've read about many
1: ladies. (laughs) Here is my volume. (laughs) It slams them on a desk.
0: This is just volume one. I have another 52,000 stories to write.
1: I I don't even know why Chicote's got that accent. (laughs) Some gruff outback Australian.
0: It sounded like the guy from Wolf Creek. She, oh no, Suzanne. Yes.
1: If you came, if you were in Wolf Creek,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you came across Jacote uh-huh. would you be fine with that?
0: Is he going to kill me?
1: Well, I don't know. That fanfic's not written yet.
0: <laughs> I'd take a chance. Take a chance on
1: him. <laughs> so, yeah, we've got the sex god of Chicote scoffing at that. But, yeah, you can see that Chicote just really hates this conversation. Yeah. It's like, why am I talking
0: to you? Why? why do I have to be in this hallway with you right
1: now? It's kind of like when you're at high school. You know how, like, there's the cool kids of high school? And mm-hmm. then you're, like, teamed up with someone who is just the not cool sort of smelly, dirty kid.
0: No, I don't know the smelly, dirty kid.
1: (laughs) I was neither of those. I was the kid that had no friends and was friends with the dinner ladies. So, you know, I guess I have some, I have such a sad life. Um, But the, yeah, it's sort of just like, why do I have to deal with you? You are not cool. That's the kind of vibe that I got off of of, uh, Sex God Chakotay there. Yeah.
0: Well, he just didn't want to be hanging around with me, Alex, anyway. He just did it because it made Catherine happy, because she didn't have to be stuck with him.
1: Mm. And, uh, but Chakotay does say something that well, kind of almost made me want to cry, I guess. But he talks about how there is no greater pain than losing someone you love.
0: hmm
1: And I'm like, bloody oath, mate. like hundred percent. But then we move swiftly on, and, uh, Lieutenant Jimbo Himbo is back.
0: <laughs> Baxter, go away already. <laughs> Just go away.
1: My muscles are wasting away, man. I need to get to the gym. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't think he ever found the gym.
1: No, he probably didn't. And at least we know who Baxter is. Because he was spoken about in... Uh, oh, the in 37s. Yeah, in the 37s. Yeah. Oh, uh,
0: yeah. Maybe it was a different Baxter. Because I don't see them talking about gym
1: Rat. Of course he wouldn't fucking leave. There's no gym on the planet.
0: <laughs> That's why he didn't stay. He <laughs> got no weights for me to lift, dude. What, the, what do you want?
1: So they come across Tuvok, who's lost, Surprised. And doesn't want
0: to be there <laughs> at all. No. And seriously, why did
1: Tuvok leave the bridge? I don't know. He was a senior officer who couldn't get hold of everyone. So he leaves Lieutenant Iada in charge. <laughs>
0: Which we never saw in this episode when they made it to the bridge. Ayala wasn't there. He
1: wasn't there to start with, was he?
0: No. Maybe Ayala managed to get to the bridge. Or he was hanging out in the ready room.
1: Why would he be in the ready room?
0: I don't know. But he was not on the bridge.
1: Ever. Maybe he was in the ready room Mm -hmm. because he is Dracote's fanfic's biggest fan and he was in there.
0: You know. He's Chicote's proofreader.
1: Oh, oh, there we go. Because he was part of the Marquee. He was. Mm-hmm.
0: He's proofreading Chicote's fanfic. His editor.
1: <laughs> That's why Ayala is on the bridge. He just sends it from his post, from his chair. He's like, Ayala, I've got a new fanfic. What, Chakotay? This is your nineteen thousandth fanfic. Yeah, this one's a good one. going to get this one in there. Ooh. I'll title this one in up and out. <laughs> I think it's the accent that puts it
0: over the top.
1: <laughs> I don't even know. See, I'm not even native Australian. And I don't even know what I don't even know what accent I'm doing. What 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 accent I can't do accents. I don't <laughs> the know only one I is. can st- <laughs> the only one I can do is fucking Northern England accent somehow. <laughs> Where was I? Jindo himbo. Neelix, oh, yeah. Neelix wanders off. What a shame. Darn. Oh, How did that boy, happen? Boy, boy, yeah. Then we get a very, very different scene. We get some walking in the Jeffreys tube on their knees.
0: Oh, that was... Why are they holding... The the tricorder and doing the one handed crawl because that's that's difficult. Should they just hold the tricorder in their mouth? Couldn't they have it like in their little pocket thing, open, actively scanning?
1: See, I was just about to say something really strange, and I'm not entirely sure whether you would understand the reference. But have you ever had the game Busy Busy Bumblebees? No. Oh. Well, there was this game I had when I was a kid that you put like a plastic band around your head and this thing sort of just comes off the front okay. of your head and you like pick up bees and shit with it. But they should just have this thing and then have a tricorder just hanging off the front of their forehead. Kind of like a dick just hanging off your head, but it's <gasps> or, a tricorder.
0: what I occasionally do I, if I don't have pockets, I will stick like my phone in my bra. Jane, we could have just stuck it right in there.
1: What? I mean, I put my phone in my underpants once because I just couldn't fit it in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> the vibration is a bit weird, so don't can do that.
0: I can imagine.
1: <laughs> That's just a weird thing to admit on a podcast. Where am I? Oh, yeah, so in the Jeffreys tube. I wrote Neelix and Janeway are in the tubes. I meant I meant uh, Kim, clearly, are in the tubes.
0: Just as annoying.
1: Just as annoying, Yeah. Okay. And uh, she gets a science boner over some form of reading that she's getting on her tricorder. And then she goes for a pep talk.
0: Yeah, what was that about?
1: I just want to say, we're in the midst of this shipwide emergency, but you've been one of the brightest moments of this mission. You've exceeded all expectations. It's like, then- honey, your expectations were low. Yeah,
0: because you should have brought Danny Bird with you.
1: Sorry. Yeah, beca- yeah. I mean, James Van to Big Danny Bird would have been... Mm-hmm. Yep, perfect. If you'd have got that check in that cap straight away.
0: It just seemed completely out of place and just wrong for the scene. Why? Why are you doing this?
1: I mean, I guess it was one of those, oh, no, we're going to have to potentially <sighs> fill some time.
0: Just the writing of it was clumsy.
1: I agree. I agree. They find a hatch. Um, Jamie's muscle opens it. Because Harry didn't even offer No, that's because it's a weak as shit, let's face it. And uh, she goes in and, oh no, she's being twisted.
0: Should she have opened that in the first place?
1: Well, that's the thing. That's the thing. Should she or shouldn't have she? She didn't know what was in there, Mm
0: -hmm. so that's a
1: bit dangerous.
0: Could have killed them all.
1: But she does get science bonus Mm -hmm. for things like that. But also, they don't know what the fuck's going on, so they need to find out. Janeway. So oh, See, you think? I'm not sure, because I would probably consider this a wrong way. Because if you think about it, she should have sent Kim in. The least experienced, more <laughs> <that> expendable <laughs> crewman. You know? Like, he's yeah. expendable.
0: Yeah. But if there is science behind that door, she wants to be the first to see it.
1: Yeah, because she could be calling it the Janeway phenomenon and on and on and on, couldn't she?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I took a drink at the exact wrong time on that.
1: <laughs> well, that gets you back, doesn't it? Uh huh. So, what are we thinking? What are we thinking here? What are we vibing?
0: Uh, half.
1: It's definitely not a right way.
0: No, it's not a right way at all but i can see i can see your your wrong way she should have taken more readings on it yeah instead of just opening that door but that's that's what the janeway does yeah i know there's science i'm gonna do it i don't care if it kills everybody do we split points again yeah
1: What, what what split half and half half and half half and half all right okay now I'm going to have to do Fraction maths.
0: Ha <laughs> uh-huh.
1: This is going to be stupid when we get to the end of the season. It'll be like... Oh, God. Why do anyway. we have
0: all these fractions? Damn it. <laughs> um,
1: so Kim manages to pull her back out and they group. They all think that they should regroup and come up with a plan. And all of a sudden, Janeway starts to make some very interesting sounds. <sniffs>
0: They sounded like sex sounds.
1: Kate Mulgrew's pain moans,
0: <laughs> yeah. aren't
1: pain moans? I'm sorry, well, That's- they're
0: they're a different kind of pain, a pleasurable <laughs> kind of pain.
1: <laughs> I, I just, I I, I, I kind of think that this is one of those things where maybe Kate, Kate Mulgrew is an amazing actress, mm-hmm, but. Maybe this is a down, like a little bit of a thing that she needs to work on, pain mode. Yes,
0: everybody has something they're not good at, even if they excel in other parts of their acting. There's mm. there's something that they're not good at. I yeah. was never good at comedy.
1: I've just never been good at acting. I I did one class in drama in year 11. Uh-huh. I was told that my face doesn't change.
0: <laughs> Your face changes all the time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can't act I'm with my looking eyes, at apparently. It. Oh, poor you. Poor you, I say. <sighs> Whatever. Down in the sex cabin, the pool shark was like, well, the doctor can't play pool. And Sandrine was like, and you won't fuck me, so you might as well mop the floor. And he's like, I've got some really good hands to do surgery. I'm not gonna mop the floor. hands. These are not mopping floor hands. No, not at all. And uh, Kes walks in and is worried about Neelix, and uh, she's kind of right. All men, break your heart.
0: Everybody breaks your heart.
1: Yeah. And then uh, Kim's bringing Janeway in, who's now passed out. He needs some
0: help. At, well, how did he carry her all that way? And then as soon as he gets into Sandrine's, everybody has to help. Like, Kes is holding her head, and the doctor's holding her legs. <laughs> what?
1: What? Maybe. Maybe he just drags her by the arm and picks <laughs> her up just outside of Holodeck 2.
0: He dragged her by the bun, and that's why her hair's messed up.
1: Well, it is a bun of steel. That thing and is fucking it is. strong. It's a lot of hairspray. Shit ton of
0: hairspray. It was the 90s. That's what
1: we did. Now we're out for walkies again. Tuvok and Chicote talk about labyrinth logic, that there's a flaw in his logic, though, in that he assumes that there is logic in this whole situation.
0: Yeah. The labyrinth is constantly changing, so there is no Mm -hmm. logic.
1: This must have been one of those scenes that were added in for absolutely no reason. They split up just to walk back to each other. Mm -hmm. Waste of my time. But they needed to make a 43-minute episode, so fair enough. I mean, we've been talking about this for 56 minutes and 20 seconds.
0: They just wanted to make a point that neither one of them was right.
1: True. Yeah, I suppose it did lead up a little bit well to the end of the episode with the scene where they were talking about Mm -hmm. decisions and shit. Downing Engineering, Paris and Bolana try a site to site transport, but they just end up back at the sex cabin. I mean, let's face it, Tom probably rigged it to go to the sex cabin anyway. Probably he was bored and he wanted to hang out. Mm hmm. He's like, let's go to a sex cabin, ma'am. In the meantime, they're like, oh no, we lost Neelix, but no one really cares. They're more like they're Except the rest Cass. of the crew. Yeah, well, I get it. She loves him. She's, uh, yeah, one of those. She's knows. two. She doesn't know better. She's a bit naive. She's 17 in human years. She's only 24 months old. Oh, bless her. She's so cute. Uh, Balana's clearly getting frustrated with the scenario. They're like, there must be one good thing about wandering around. And it turns out that they could create a map from their tricorder, which mm-hmm. they do. Um, Kind of cool. The ship's all twisted. Oh, that's a surprise. And
0: hey, that, we should name the episode that.
1: <laughs> yeah, considering... Considering the episode was originally titled "Out," that makes, which no, makes sense. no sense. <laughs> Two box says that they'll be crushed in sixty-eight minutes. Okay. Kind of wished it was a bit sooner.
0: Maybe for some parts of the ship, it was.
1: True. Then they're all just standing around getting a bit huffy, to be honest, aren't they? Mm-hmm. It was. It
0: was a pissing contest. Yes.
1: Yeah, trying to find a solution, and nobody was just like, "I'm just so grumpy. I'm grumpy. No, I'm
0: grumpier." I just want to go to my quarters, damn it.
1: Yeah. They've come up with a couple of solutions. Two boxes to do something about the navigational array, whereas Bilana is just looking at some kind of particle shower option or something, and Chakotay's yeah. like, I want to go in the particle shower option.
0: Neither one of them would do anything.
1: Pretty much, no. And, it, and as we know, it neither of them did anything anyway. Yeah. So yeah, down in engineering, after Chakotay's been the, I'm in command kind of style of lecturing Tubok. They're trying to do the pulse. Everybody has to take cover. Well, I feel like that's a wrong way. I mean, I know that Janeway is... Unconscious. unconscious <laughs> but it's it's a wrong way. I think Chakotay's
0: grumpy because he can't be next to her comforting her.
1: Yeah, and she, she won't see his remarks. Yeah. Hmm. That's that's the whole point of this episode. <laughs> so down in engineering, yes, yeah, so they've done the pulse, everyone takes cover, even though the rest of the crew can't do anything. Nothing's happened and the door starts to twist. Oh no, it's getting to them. The mm-hmm. ring is in engineering. Now isn't the ring some kind of Stephen not Stephen Hawking? Who's the horror writer?
0: Stephen King.
1: Him. Is it is that is the ring a Stephen King book? No. No.
0: The Ring was a Japanese movie oh, that got made well. into an American movie.
1: Oh, okay. Well, there's like the one with the TV. Yes. And you watch the video uh, and then
0: you're going to die.
1: Yeah, I didn't watch that because that just sounded scary.
0: Oh, I love scary movies. No.
1: See, I'm okay uh, with scary movies that don't have a semblance of reality.
0: Oh, no. See, I even have Logan watching scary movies now. He's funny. he watched chucky too he loved it
1: oh that poor kid's gonna be so desensitized to anything
0: that's how i grew up
1: no it's fair enough
0: (laughs) i can fall asleep to scary movies i love them they're the best
1: no no things that have exorcisms or just like paranormal activity movie i'm not a fan of that i can do gore and monsters and shit Mm -hmm. But yeah, things like Silence of the Lambs, or Hannibal, or Red Dragon, or... Those Saw, are all the like, same series. I know, <laughs> but I've seen them. I've had to see them. Did you read the um, books? Saw. Um, no, of course I didn't read the fucking books. Oh, the books but are Suzanne, so Suzanne <laughs> Of course I didn't read the fucking books. Guess what book I'm still reading? Full oh circle. Oh my <laughs> god, full circle. Wow. I'm still reading that book.
0: Ten no, years um, later.
1: Oh, it's, I think it's been two years. Honestly, though, those kind of movies, they they scare me to the point where they don't scare me when watching them. I mm-hmm. think about them too much after thinking, you know what, there probably are some really weird fucking people that would do this. And then oh, God, yes. That's the thing that scares me.
0: Well, they took like... Oh, fuck. Buffalo Bill was modeled after Ed Gein. Who? He was a serial killer.
1: <laughs> oh. Well, I mean, like, Wolf Who free, actually
0: took the skin of his victims and made lampshades and things. That's just so weird. Yeah. People are fucked.
1: But you see, that's the kind of thing that will scare me. Anything that also with exorcisms, because, oh, I mean, this is going to be a controversial statement, but in my opinion, religion is not real. But people mm. who think that I still find scary like the whole concept of an exorcism and like devils and shit like I can't mm-hmm. I can't deal
0: they're making another exorcist movie
1: no I don't want to know
0: I'm excited because Ellen Burstyn is going to be in it reprising her role as Chris McNeil I was like yes
1: things like um Black Summer or Walking Dead or
0: I just got done watching Black Summer <laughs>
1: oh you just finished it i really (laughs) enjoyed it it was good like that kind of thing i can watch Mm -hmm. and
0: now i started katla what's that it's uh, an icelandic show about the oh the volcano keeps going off and it's been going for a year
1: yeah it recommended me watch that after i watched that norwegian ragnarok
0: it's good and um, i have like two episodes left i think
1: Okay, well, maybe I'll just binge watch that because, you know, nothing to do with myself. Moving on, back to the sex cabin. Yes. Because I'm sure people don't want to listen to what we listen, uh, watch on TV. <coughs> back to the sex cabin, Chakotay wants to talk to Janeway and she's like, he's like, Captain. And she goes, Doggan. <laughs> now, what do we think of this? Is this a Janeway decision? To say dog, Gan?
0: I don't know, but the whole time she speaks gibberish, I giggle. (laughs) I mean, you gotta
1: know. An actress of like fucking Kate Mulgrew's caliber talking gibberish.
0: It's great, I love it.
1: Similar to Picard when he's talking to
0: whatever alien
1: species. Yeah, children, yeah. Do we do we give Jane Wade a diss? Nah, We don't. Just no, she's
0: that. still unconscious and just yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So the ring has made it into the sex cabin, and the force field that they've put up doesn't help. It looks like it's going to be all it. It's all that's, over.
0: That's because no one will be kept from the sex cabin. Everybody wants in. <laughs> Everybody? Oh, no, no, no. Do you know what?
1: hundred and fifty person orgy.
0: That's messy.
1: That would be very messy. I'm not cleaning up after that. But it's a sex cabin. It just goes into the holodex juice Yes, still somebody
0: has to clean that, as we learn on Lower Decks.
1: Yeah, but... Oh, I don't know. I think I'd like to witness a really big orgy like that. Mine seems like the whole town orgy on True Blood.
0: Oh my gosh, I haven't thought about that in years.
1: I watched that episode with my mother... In fact, I watched all of True Blood with my mother.
0: That's amazing. We just looked at
1: each other and we were like, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> so That's we awesome. should not be watching this together, Shipway, we? and we're like, probably not.
0: Oh, well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so Tubok thinks they should just do nothing and let it crush them, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Because when he says that when every logical course of action is exhausted, the only option that remains is indeed inaction. Yeah. Makes perfect sense, even though Bilana's ready to blow her ridges off her forehead.
0: I mean, there's no proof that they're going to die from this.
1: Well, let's die. There's no proof at all.
0: Yeah.
1: You're right, and so they might as well just let it happen. That's right. Then, is Taugen to be to (laughs) Ganding? That's a Janeway.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now, see, I, when I was listening to it, I was like, she's trying to say it's trying to communicate.
1: Well, it sounded like she was trying to say it's talking to me. Mm -hmm. So they probably should have made it even more gibberishy.
0: Yeah. It was too much English going on in there.
1: What she should have done, instead of going up, going gibberish, she should have been like,
0: Just making okay. him.
1: Making hands. Yes, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm I just going... realized this is a podcast and not a <laughs> fucking video. Nobody knows I, what
0: you're doing. <laughs>
1: I was making, like, talking things with my hand. She should have, like, tried doing sign sock language. Sock puppets. A bit
0: of a- what? <laughs> yeah. Sock puppets. Well, if you're going to do sock puppets, then she needs to put her hands up on a TV and be like, they're here. <laughs> Go all pol- poltergeist <laughs> on it. She whips out her chicote socks
1: puppet. <laughs> And then Chakotay's like, whoa, don't think about this. <laughs> this is going in my record tonight.
0: <laughs> oh, my goodness. Chicote sock puppet, what exactly does she use that for?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, she uses it for something.
0: Uh, yeah, something naughty.
1: Maybe that's her, like, kink.
0: Sock puppets is her kink.
1: <laughs> Wonder if anyone does have a sock puppet kink. I bet they do. Oh, I'm there sure. Are, I'm there sure. are that many people in the world. Yeah. Belana doesn't want to give up, and <laughs> there's some talk about like Chakotay being elevated to first officer over Tuvok, which was a kind of nice scene because it shows that Chicote's thought that it must be difficult for Tuvok, and yeah. Tuvok admits that yeah, it was. Which is what we kind of needed, but we also needed the tension between Marquis and Starfleet at the beginning of season one to make that even more, um...
0: What tension?
1: Yeah, there was no fucking tension at all, was there? They're like,
0: yeah, okay, bro, you do it. I fully (laughs) believe in you. What a cuppa? Wait, no, bros.
1: Do bros have cuppers? I have no idea.
0: I I would think they would.
1: Well, I any bro who wants a cup of tea around my house, (laughs) I have many teas. (laughs) mine are all packed (laughs) then we get the whole from Harry to Tom can I ask you a question
0: are you scared
1: (laughs) can I ask you a question are you into me I'm into you man but I want you to be into me
0: I think Tom is into him because he puts his hand on his shoulder
1: he should have put his hand on his butt
0: I think that's where his hand went later
1: that's, that's where I'd put it lighter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and why were they standing up? I mean, if this thing is going to crush you, are you going to stand up to receive this crushing? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Whatever floats your boat, I guess.
0: If I'm going to be crushed, I would like to be lounged in a chair and a little bit comfortable.
1: <laughs> well, they have it, everybody. Suzanne likes it in chairs. <laughs> I'll I'll be crushed whatever way you make me be crushed right now. (laughs) Uh, So then this is the longest fucking three minutes and 17 seconds of my life waiting for all of this to happen. And the doc hugs Cass. Everything's so somber.
0: That was sweet. It was sweet.
1: Yeah. Balana goes over and needs the spiritual guidance from Jacote. And why
0: is he manhandling that table? got his palms
1: down all. Well, that's yeah. to hold the table down as the spirit snake rises. <laughs> Which is honestly what Bellano was wanting. Mm-hmm. So then the uh, ring comes in, starts taking them mm-hmm. over, starts going through them, and oh, you get the 90s. What's CGI of the 90s? 90s <laughs> CGI budget television. <laughs> yeah. It was bad. Apparently, this is one of the pioneering large-scale usage of CGI in Star Trek Voyager, the other episode being the sperm from Elysium.
0: They did better with the sperm than they did with, yeah, this. Oh, they
1: did much better with the sperm. They know how to handle a bucket full of sperm. (sighs) But clearly not whatever the fuck this is. So then that's it. The ring goes through them, cut to them, and they're all physically fine. Yeah, and just moaning wakes up Janeway's fine, she wakes up After a little bit of uh, moaning <laughs> uh,
0: Again, it's very pleasurable moaning
1: Mm-hmm. She says it was trying to communicate with them Apparently yep. I think we needed more Janeway talking gibberish To be
0: honest with you Yes, we can never have enough of that No, of course not Because it makes me giggle
1: They're all better again Janeway orders as much info as possible to be got out of the thing because nothing was damaged. It's probably mm-hmm. a right way, do
0: you reckon? Oh, definitely. Definitely a right way.
1: Yeah. All right, cool. Oh, yeah, we'll go yeah, right definitely. way. One, one point for that.
0: Now, the total wrong way of this would be not finding out anything about the information that they left behind.
1: Oh, well, yeah, exactly. Nobody so reads I- it. Do I mark that as a wrong way? I'll put that as a wrong yes. way. 100% wrong way. Because that thing left a fuck ton of information behind it. It was essentially mm-hmm. the fucking sphere data from Discovery.
0: Exactly. And nobody read it. No.
1: It's like, and we don't hear about it at all. At yeah. all. Throughout Voyager. Yeah.
0: Because nobody read it. They're like, oh, yeah, whatever.
1: <laughs> Who
0: cares about there anything? There could have been maps. There could have been propulsion systems. They just... All these things
1: Nothing Maybe Neelix deleted it On his way in With his Jabalian fudge cake
0: Cake everybody But they also took everything In Voyager's library Which means They have all of Chakotay's fanfic
1: (gasps) Oh shit (laughs) Imagine if that comes back In Lower Decks They end up in the Delta Quadrant And they end up having to save the Federation from an attacking force from the Delta Quadrant no, because of the pollution of the
0: no. fucking They fan go fic. and visit a planet and in the bookstores they have Chakotay's fanfic for sale. <laughs> Excuse
1: me, sir. Do you have 19,212? You know, the one where Chakotay gets fingered on an alien planet <laughs> by Neelix.
0: Ew, ew. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, ew. I don't know why. I don't know why I just said that. But yeah, that's it. Neelix brings the cake in. Kes wants a picture of Neelix to put in the locket,
0: and uh, they live happily ever after. The end. Okay. N- Neelix brings in a cake, mm-hmm. but no knife, no plates, no forks. Oh. Oh yeah. Just the cake. I'm sorry, how's everybody supposed to eat this cake?
1: Well, to be honest, I just eat the whole fucking cake to myself.
0: Are they just sticking their hands in and <sighs> toddler style? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Why not, Suzanne? Are you judging the way I eat cake?
0: <laughs> well, somebody's going to have to clean up the bridge floor because that's going to leave a lot of crumbs.
1: I still want that cake. So, Suzanne, before we get onto the fanfic, I've got the results for Twisted, the Jane Way after okay. doing some incredible mathematics... Yes. In last place, we have the Janeway with half a point.
0: Oh, so sad.
1: In second place, we have the right way with third points. Oh. Which means we've ended up on a wrong way with two and one sixth point. <laughs> two and one sixth. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, yeah, this episode by two and one sixth is, uh, yeah, a wrong way.
0: Twisted is wrong, but it feels so right.
1: No. I disagree. What do you what do you think of Twisted? <laughs> while I pick up my phone to read this fanfic.
0: I I do enjoy Twisted mainly because of the walking around in the labyrinth and the speaking of gibberish. I enjoy mazes, so this is like kind of cool for me.
1: You sound very easily pleased.
0: Sometimes, yes although it kind of reminds me of a really bad horror movie called the cube
1: what this episode
0: yeah because the cube is constantly changing its its form i see And people are trying to get from one place to another and and then it kind of ties up with us doing this episode because there's math involved and i
1: don't like math Well, I've got absolutely no idea what you're talking about, so I'm just going to move on. I don't either.
0: (laughs) I finished my beer.
1: I finished my sangria a while ago. You can tell by what I'm coming out of my mouth.
0: Hi, everyone. Just a little warning before we actually get to the fanfic. This is more not safe for work than our usual. So if you're listening without earbuds, please put them in now. Thank you.
1: We have our first listener fanfic, which is really what anyone who's listened to this episode is actually waiting to hear. And it's from a very very good listener, at dkosh83. Are you ready for it? Who do you reckon it involves? I am so ready. Do I just read it to you, or do you want to guess anything about it?
0: It's sexual in nature. Hello, it's a fanfic. And it's being read on our show. It has to be sexual in nature. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Oh, I'm not, Give it to me. I'm not going to be able to get through this without laughing. Okay.
0: <laughs> you can do it. You can do it.
1: What is this devolved into? Uh, okay, Lieutenant Th- Oh, I've got to go away. Maybe i are just going to have to put on my Do Not Disturb again. Okay, alright. Lieutenant Thomas Eugene Paris was nervous as he walked through the doors to engineering. Although B'Elanna had told him he'd like his surprise, he was concerned that the half-Klingon, half-human chief engineer of the Federation Starship Voyager had a different idea of what constituted as a surprise. Tom was still getting used to being involved with a half Klingon. He'd sat through hours of sex ed classes as a teenager, learning about the differences and variations of alien races. He knew of male Klingons having two penises, and females of having two vaginas. What he wasn't expecting, though, was Balana's mixed parentage resulting in her having only one and a half vaginas. Like most Klingons, Balana had a high sex drive. For the first month of their relationship, Tom and Balana used all of their free time fucking in every Jeffrey's Tube junction throughout the ship. They then moved on to sneaking into the quarters of senior staff while they were on duty. And then, when they were not on duty. And then in the brig. But as time went on, Tom find it harder to bring Balana to climax. After discussing the problem with the Doctor, who then discussed it with everyone else on the ship, it was decided that Balana needed her half-pussy field. Fortunately, Tom's best friend, Harry Kim, only had half a penis, and so Tom decided to ask his friend for some help. <laughs> Tom found Balana and Harry on the upper level of main engineering. Balana gave Tom a nod as he approached, and he knew now was the moment. Harry cried when Tom first told him of the situation. But Balana forced Harry's face down between her legs to muffle his sobs, <laughs> his tears mixing with her blood wine. Tom wrenched Harry's head back up and licked the salty mess from his face. As Tom's tongue ran over his lips, Harry felt his manhood swell in his Starfleet issue underwear. He wanted Tom for years, and he was willing to go through Belana to get to him. <laughs> You've lost it, haven't you? Yes. Balana laid back and spread her legs as Harry dove back in, hoping to give Tom another reason to lick his face again. To his surprise, Tom joined him in lapping at the ridged clit. Their tongues entwined around the nub of flesh <laughs> Harry took a chance And reached over to Tom's 10 inch cock He grabbed the throbbing member And oh. squeezed towards the head And a drop of pre-cum oozed Harry moved under Tom And gently touched his tongue to the droplet It tasted just like Neelix's Leola brute broth
0: Oh my god yuck <laughs> Oh yuck Ew <laughs> Ew, <laughs> Ew. <laughs>
1: <gasps> Tom laid down on the deck and beckoned Balana to lower herself onto him. Harry, not sure what to do next, wrote a letter to his mum that she'd probably never receive. Balana's screams of ecstasy brought Harry back to attention. He reached out and felt Balana's half vagina. It was as dry as a crater of tarfac. Opening a nearby panel, Harry took out the bioneural gel pack. <laughs> He tore off the interface and scooped a handful of the gel into his hands, smearing it onto his tiny, tiny dick, and spread the rest on Belana's tiny, tiny vagina. Belana gasped with disappointment as Harry pushed in as deep as he could. With two quick thrusts, he was spent. Tom and Balana laughed themselves to climax and left Harry sitting in a puddle of shame and insecurity. The next morning, Captain j made a very public announcement about how terrible a lover Harry is. And then Harry wrote another letter to his mother telling her all about it. The end.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god.
1: <laughs> what do you think, Suzanne? Uh, I, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> we asked for fanfics from our listeners and that's what we get. Yes. Yes, we did. Holy
0: moly. <laughs> <laughs> That, that was very creative.
1: Well, I, for one, am very appreciative of it. And they've actually sent us another one, which we can read out next one. Oh, my God.
0: We're going to get kicked off of the air.
1: We're a terrible human beings, <laughs> but it's great. So, yeah, very, very much thank you to Dan for that. At decosh. Oh, 83. Yes. Uh, we we asked and you most definitely <laughs> delivered. Unlike Harry Kim did in that. Fanfic. Except
0: I will never forgive you for that Neelix mention of the older yeah, well,
1: stuff. You now you're going to ah. have some shooting out of the older root Bruth out of Timothy.
0: <laughs> mm.
1: Ew, it's uh, beautiful. Well, anyway, Suzanne. Yes. After, after having said all of that, where can we find you on the internet?
0: Uh, You can find me at kjaneway8 and at Stained Sass. And Liam, where are you hanging out on the internet?
1: Uh, You can find me on Twitter at ls74656. Just like to say to everyone, thank you for listening. Subscribe to us. Leave us some reviews. Send us some fanfic because, (laughs) fuck me, it's hilarious. Um, And, yeah, no, thank you.
0: Yes, please leave us a review. Liam really wants one. Just remember to follow us on Twitter at the Jane underscore way and in our Facebook listeners group, the Nexus until next time, remember to keep doing things, not the right way, not the wrong way, but the, I (laughs) love (laughs) me. That would be twisted speak for the Jane. Dismiss. That's a Starfleet expression for get out. This show is brought to you by Hollow Media. Computer list other available Hollow Media programs.
1: Loading Hollow Preview Program Four Beyond Farpoint, a Star Trek: The Next Generation podcast. Nephew stroke in a child. Okay? Very much so. Yeah. Yeah. And of course. So they could make yeah. that more blatant if they tried. Oh, try. definitely. Yeah. And you, got, and you get the. Uh... And sister-in-law stroke mother. Yeah. Um... Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> And of course you get that scene when they do eventually slug it out in the mud, figuratively, mentally, it's all done the Absolutely. Uh, the, so yeah, the thing. brother confronts him
0: with his vulnerability, doing in that sentence of Did you come back here for me to look after you
1: Loading Holosuite Review Programme 4 Random Trek Review. A Star Trek Review podcast. Yeah, the one you mentioned with Dr. Crusher is hilarious because it gets down to her and Captain Picard. And so it's like they have this giant galaxy class ship and there's just the two of them and he acts like it's a normal thing. And it's just absolutely ridiculous, right? Two people on that giant starship. And there's even the point where, the, where she says, computer, how many personnel would it take to run this ship? And they're like 832 or something. And Picard's like, oh yeah, that is kind of weird, I guess. I thought we were just <laughs> doing it the two of us, you know? Like that was pretty funny.